stay a while and listen. <sighs> Micah, Micah, Micah. Hello. It's good to see you, Mr. Everett. Good to see you too, man. We're back. <laughs> yes. Um, We're going to kick this off with a little bit of a hot take. A kind of a hot take. I don't know. I'm not, I don't consider anything I have to say a hot take. <laughs> I don't there's, there's, yeah, there's nothing special going yeah. on with me whatsoever. Um, I don't know if I've ever had an original thought. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like, I, I always wait to get, like, all the information, and then it's like, oh, there's my thought. Yep. After getting what everybody else says and just making it my own. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like thought plagiarism. Yeah. Um, I'm a chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I guess before we do the hot take, uh, how would you grade, give a letter grade to 2020 for gaming? Man, really, for as a whole, probably an F. Really? Yeah, there is there was just a lot of disappointment, but also I kind of separated myself a little bit from like the mainstream and I wasn't like getting into all the fads and I didn't really play Among Us very much and I never got to play Fall Guys and Cyberpunk huh. I never bought yeah, and I, I know and I'm I'm sure that Valhalla was really good but that wasn't on my radar. Right. Like that wasn't something I was going to go out and buy. There's like a lot of good games that came out but me personally I didn't get to play them, so it's like, for me, the games that I played, the disappointment that I felt, especially when Black Ops came out and they just nuked Call of Duty Modern Warfare for no good reason whatsoever. And they finally, after 12 years, made a Call of Duty that was good again, and then they have to just stick with their little cycle of releasing half-assed bullshit every, every single year. year. Because they can. And then people are going to yeah. buy them. They're going to make well, money. The thing is, they do do a good job sometimes. It's like every yeah. other year, it's like usually a typically a really good game. Yeah, I mean, I I know Infinite Warfare was it, was it Infinite Warfare. The, yeah, or Black Infin o Infinite Warfare was one in space, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but then there was Black Ops Three ended up being really good, and then the one after that was really bad. And Black Ops Four wasn't bad, but it wasn't super good either. Yeah. So, see, I would go a different direction. I think if I grading, I would give twenty twenty a B minus. Yeah. Um, mostly because I look at everything it had to overcome with the coronavirus yeah. and things like that. But my hot take is... I thought you meant like with the quality. Oh, God, quality. If we're going to do the quality, that's a whole different topic. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's where the F came from was quality. Okay. Yeah. Per persistence, perseverance, and the general like community as a whole definitely be at yeah. least. And you know, I don't... What kind of scares me is I... I'm kind of nervous for what this year has to bring. I think this is going to be, and in personal opinion, obviously, I think it's going to be a pretty lousy year for gaming, mainly yeah. because I think we're going to start really seeing the effects that COVID had on the industry this yeah, year. Um, you know, a lot of the work could have been done remotely last year, especially right. as you're finishing up games and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Uh, this year, I don't think we're, you know, they didn't have a year to work on the games. Yeah. And I mean, I'm like, I'm just going through the, the releases, like, what are there any games you're actually excited for this year? Um, I mean, believe it or not, I'm excited for Arc Two. Arc Two does that come out this year? I think this summer. Okay, it might be 2021. I'm gonna and I might be dumb. Uh, that's actually what I've been playing for the past like month and a half is yeah. Arc, and it's great. Yeah, um, I am. It's not a new. It's not a new game release, but Minecraft is being updated with its like rare big updates in the summer, where they're like mm. changing a bunch of stuff about the game, adding a bunch of stuff to the game. I love whenever that happens because I'll always be a Minecraft fanboy at heart. Um, other than that, though, I look forward to this probably Christmas when I decide to buy Cyberpunk, and I'm hoping this it's, it's going to be better. 
I hope so. That was. Um, I feel like the more time I give it before I play it, the more in line with my original expectations it'll be. Yeah, you need to give it some time. Yeah. Poor I, CD Project Red, man. I just they can't catch a. Well, I, you know, I, it was obviously their fault about how Cyberpunk released, right. but then all this stuff that just happened where. It was a bad year to release a game, man. It really well, It was a bad year to release a game. It sounds like the whole process of Cyberpunk is, is interesting to me, um, mainly because. It, it, if you go back, like all the stuff that's come out afterwards, like, you know, they announced the game in 2013 right. and apparently it was really, I don't know how true it is, but in 2016, like they just completely scrapped everything and started redoing it, <laughs> killing after, you know, three years. And then you, you know, start, you start hearing uh, a lot of actual employees come out and say that Johnny Silverhand, Keanu Reeves character mm-hmm. was actually a lot cooler before they brought Keanu Reeves. In. And they don't say that to take a shot at Keanu, but yeah. it's just the character that they had designed. Right. And then they wanted to get the star power in. Right. It was, it sounded, like just a mess it sounded like a mess it sounds like it sounded like the developers completely knew that it was just gonna be and they just they didn't know which direction they were gonna go it sounds like they didn't have any like leadership i was gonna say good good solid leadership that you know people always like to take shots at directors and music producers and stuff like that for being crazy and like demanding and stuff like that like people hate kanye for how he talks to people But these visionaries, these people that create masterpieces, they're not easy people to to get along with. And that's for a reason. The personality that it takes to create a masterpiece is a rare personality, and usually they're not fun to be around. Yeah, it sounds like the... what happened with CG Project Red is they had to answer to investors because, you know, they kept delaying it right. and stuff like that. Investors are starting to get impatient. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, you got to appease. It's all it's all about them. It's all about the money. And it sounds like every like, whether it be investors or a parent company that's breathing down their neck mm-hmm. to, to release something, because that's how Destiny was when Activision was partnering right. with them. It was terrible because they couldn't release anything hardly good because Activision was always up their rear ends about everything. But now destiny is like, eh, eh, just, eh. Oh God. The, the fattest eh I've ever given. What happened? You were, you were like all in. I was, I was back to being all in again. And then I watched the trailer, the release trailer for this new season that came out this year. And it's just, it just hurts my feelings compared to where the game was. And it's probably my fault. And I have to be like, I have to realize that my expectations are way beyond like I'm I'm looking at this game in hindsight with rose tinted glasses yeah. and I'm looking at 2014 to 2017 and how much I adored Destiny 1 how much you put a lot you were time I you put were in, like top 500 player yes. at one point where, yeah and like it just Destiny 2 has never been that for me and I like when Destiny Two came out, I was starting a brand new like cycle or not cycle, but a brand new section of my life, a brand new journey. I got married right when Destiny Two came out, and so that altered how I played games. That altered how I spent my time, you know. So I couldn't invest the kind of time into Destiny that Destiny requires for you to enjoy it, which sucks. Like, yeah, the I- fact that you have to invest a certain amount of time to have fun is a f- super great thing when you have the time, but when you don't have the time, it's completely defeating. Yeah, I think that's one of the one of the issues right now where just multiplayer games in general are, is you really have to sink in the time if you actually yeah. 
want to be good at and, it. And it's, but I want games like that. Yeah. I don't want I easy. Too. I don't want easy. You know, inch deep games yeah. that are like boring after you play it for a couple days. I want games that I can invest time in, and it actually feel like a job. Like, mm-hmm. I love that about gaming. I don't know why, but I love the fact that some of them feel like a job and that that's fun to me. Like, it's work, a, it's I like, work it's like in real life job. and then I go home. It's like a home. passionate job. Exactly. Like, I'm yeah. doing this for fun and I'm actually having fun. In ARC, I learned how to, like, run electrical wiring and build all this stuff. And I'm like, I just did this in my house that I bought. Like, I learned how to wire things electrically and now I'm doing it for fun in a video game because... Why is that fun to me? It is. I don't know. You know? Yeah. So. No, I get the same thing. When I play like Zoo Tycoon, oh, I don't I don't know yeah. why that's my go-to. It's like, you're, yeah. you're, it's like you're running a zoo here. It's like, it, it's like stressful yeah. almost. You're building like, a zoo. It's like, oh my God, a lion just got out. Eight, five people. <laughs> <Damn> oh, <laughs> Mondays. Yeah, right. <laughs> Freaking Mondays, man. But, but okay, it, so where do you go? So what, what, have you heard anything about a third destiny like are, are they just I don't think are they just kind of going doing like what rockstar is doing right now with gta 5 they're just kind of going all in i on think they're destiny all ending on destiny yeah. yeah and that's okay because with the like don't get me wrong with the update they like improved the graphics they made everything run better they made the whole game run at 60 frames per second right. on my new xbox which i love by the way um oh, we're gonna talk about that oh we love the thing's yeah. fucking amazing um but it just it's beautiful like the game is gorgeous and it's never run so smooth and it's never been so quick and all of the quality of life improvements that came to the game because of that and i still don't feel like i have the time to play it Ooh. and that's what makes me not want to play it at all because if i can only play it a little bit then i just feel like i'm always behind and back when i used to play the game like every time an activity ended i knew what i was doing next right. like i knew that next step to get where i wanted to go but now it's like I have to open the book back up again and figure out what's good and figure out what I need to go hunt for and figure out how to do that and then find people to help me do it. And then I'm so just it, like... It's almost like you're doing more busy work right. than you are actually just being able to enjoy it. Right. And in Destiny 1, the the best part of the game was PvP. Mm-hmm. Because if you were good at the game and you had the reaction time and you had the skills, you could decimate anybody that came your way. Destiny 2, they just, they dumbed everything down. They just made everything not as fun because the people that weren't good at the game didn't have any fun in PvP because they got decimated by anybody that had any idea what they were doing. Mm. So it wasn't very new player friendly or average player friendly. It was really just like elite players were the people playing that. Because I would play against streamers all the time and that for me that wait sh- like for like professional like like li- obviously professional live streamers if they're doing it right it, it, there's a guy named grenader jake and i played grenader jake never I, heard of him that's a cool name he had like it, it, he had you know a twenty five thousand follower base it wasn't anything crazy that's not bad that, that's actually really good for a live stream if you're able to build up your audience like mm-hmm. that that's really good yeah i ran into him one one morning at seven o'clock in the morning playing trials because he's tra- streaming yeah <laughs> there he has he has our match recorded somewhere really yeah but i i found what it, happened in the I, match did you destroy him no it was it was a fucking fair fight it was disgusting <laughs> i love fair. how mad you are that it was fair yeah it was it was <laughs> we were taking each other out it was because in trials of osiris there it's like up to five rounds you can each get four and whoever gets the fifth wins right kind of thing and he we both we were four four at the end of the game I, I had oh, four no rounds, break? they had four rounds, and then he won the last one, and I just, I couldn't, like, I... 
It's interesting. You said when you said you were going up against streamers, I literally just saw an article about Ninja. Uh, he was talking about being stream sniped. Yeah. And Fortnite. He's like, I'm just going to quit playing Fortnite. I was like, I can totally see you going in. <laughs> I can see you doing that on Destiny, just like looking up the streams of people oh, playing no. Destiny and then just, just going and just demolishing. That's my favorite stream. thing about Destiny is because the way the combat rating system was set up, right. if you had enough wins, you would just automatically be placed in lobbies with those people. So I would mm, every every day I played, I would end up playing against the same freaking people, and that, it, that it, has its advantages and disadvantages. It gets to the point where you know everybody by name, and then when you die, and you're like, "Oh, that motherfucker! I saw you yesterday, or I saw you two weeks ago, and you kicked me." You like, remember him? I remember you. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know. And then you try to like gear up and fight him even harder, which is fun. You know, there was like a point to it. Yeah. And now it's just like, oh, I'm frozen. I can't move. I gotta like sit here and mash buttons until I'm unfrozen. Oh, I'm dead. Cool. Yep. You button know. mashing is my place to go. So what, what are you playing on your You got the new Xbox Series X. I do. Yeah. And it is literally the only thing I need to to make it perfect is a new headset. And then I'm done like I'm I'm it. You're good. That's it. What are you playing on? Um I'm actually playing Arc mainly right now. Yeah. Um we I played it a little bit actually right before Destiny two came out in twenty seventeen. That's when I first started playing Arc. The game's been out for think since 2015 maybe 2016 something it's been a like while, that yeah. um but it was pretty bad like it was fun pretty bad wow. but it was pretty bad in 2017 like oh I, 20, okay I, I, I played it for a while but the original xbox and from 2014 just like had some some struggles running that game um but with the new console it's been optimized for the new console it's so it's painfully beautiful at some at points because you actually have to go in and turn off the lighting, the like, I think it's called light bloom and light glare or light mm. flare or something like that. Cause you can't see anything. The game's so like vivid and bright, this the way the sun comes down that you literally can't see anything. Right. But then it gets dark time and you can't see anything at all. Like nothing. You can't see shit. So it's like that, that's the struggle with better graphics that's coming is lighting. And getting to the point Ooh. where you can actually see in certain scenarios. Doesn't the TV have some something to do with that too? It does, and I mean, I've got the new gaming monitor too, so maybe maybe I just have it set wrong. But I have it set on like gaming mode where it's supposed to pay attention to the input and adjust based on what my Xbox is doing. But I don't know if it's actually doing that because I don't know mm. enough about it. How did you um, how did you lock down your Xbox? Because I know people are still having trouble. Um, what tips and advice do you have for getting a new Xbox? Well, for me, the way I did it, I don't know if this is still going to work because literally as soon as I got my Xbox, I was just like, delete apps, delete everything, right. unsubscribe from everything. I don't need to, I don't need this anymore because it was so annoying getting it. Um, really, one, you have to be available 24-7. You need to get a app called Hotstock. You can only track one thing at a time on it, but it's a it's a little algorithm that checks websites for you and kind of lets you know when things are coming in stock and when things were last in stock. Does um, it give you like instant notifications? Instant. Like as soon as something comes in? Literally as soon as it pops into the store place, it gives it sends you a push notification. So I uh, luckily I've I've got the watch. So at right. work, I will just leave my phone sitting somewhere and walk around and I got a notification on my phone that said Xbox Series X available at Best Buy, hurry. And I ran to my phone, got it, pulled it up. I Oh, third and final tip for this is have your credit card information and your billing information ready on whatever website you're trying to go through. 
on Best Buy. I had my login password set. I had all of my information ready to go. As soon as I put that in my cart, I clicked checkout and it was gone. Because you have to, you have to do it super fast. Because just because it says it's in your cart doesn't mean it's in your cart. That's something I learned is I had many, many times where I had it in my cart and I had to go in yeah. and put the billing information in. And by the time I clicked checkout, it was gone. Nice. Okay, watch this one. This is uh, this is I, w- I was able to score a uh, PlayStation Five. Nice. Uh, not not for me though. I ended up. Uh, it's it, I did it for a buddy. Okay. Uh, but okay. But this is this is the trip of how I did it, and it was somebody that I work with actually told me this. So mm-hmm. this is actually a really cool trick. Um, when you find out when they're going live, because there are like Twitter accounts and stuff you yeah. can follow that say, "Hey, you know, live now." Live now. Yeah. If you go, if you're on your desktop, because it helps to have a, a you know wired connection because yes. you're moving quicker. Uh, if you're able to add it to your cart mm-hmm. there, pull up your phone, go to the app of that store and check out there. Yes. Because, the, you know, it takes forever right. to load when you're trying to get to the checkout page on desktop. Right, because so but many people are trying I, I don't, to do I don't it. know if the apps are on different servers. I don't know how that works, but it's still, it, it's in your cart on right. the app. And, and that's how I did it. Yeah, and that, so I did that. It was, at, I did it at Target. That's awesome. Yeah, it was able to, you know, it was just still loading. So I just went out and pulled it on my phone. I was like, oh, it's in my cart. I mean, I'm assuming, I'm assuming they're still being released. But one of my, one of my closest friends that I play with all the time, he's still trying to get one and he, hasn't been able to for months it's ridiculous man yeah it, it, that's another thing i don't that well you know that actually kind of plays into what you said about giving a low score to uh just gaming in general and in 2020 yeah because sony and microsoft neither one prepared for this nope. now i don't i don't know obviously covid played a role in it, it obviously played a role in the production i'm assuming uh, it, i feel like they would probably be pretty damn close to you ready would think, to go before you would think. all that shit went down because within like Three months is not enough crunch time for anything. And COVID started in March. They were releasing in November. That's like too short of a time to not be pretty freaking ready. I almost wish they would have just delayed. I would have been fine with it if they could have actually had a good release and yeah. it not been so annoying. I mean, now that I'm the 1% that has one, I don't feel that way because I Obviously, don't, think, you, yeah. I don't <laughs> think about it. My Some of my friends that don't have one get got so annoyed with me because I was just so like so adamant about how happy I was to be doing what I was doing. Like I was sitting in the, you know, had the new monitor. My wife got me a gaming chair for Christmas. Oh, there you go. And then got like the, the new Xbox. And I'm just sitting there just like, guys, this shit's ridiculous. And they're like, what? And they're like, my new Xbox. They're like, shut the fuck up about your new (laughs) Xbox, Micah. Like we don't care. And I'm like, okay, sorry. Yeah. I'm just happy. (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they could have done differently. It just, I, I don't know. The, I know that they sold, like, the amount that they actually sold was ridiculous. Like, there was no way that they could have projected that the interest would be that large. But I I don't remember this happening with any other console generation. It hasn't happened with any other console generation. When the Xbox One came out, I had it pre-ordered at GameStop, showed up at 1130 at night, yeah. waited in line for 30 minutes, walked into the door. They said, here's your Xbox, sir. And I said, thank you. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, this time it was like the Wild West. Everybody's out here just like, oh, I'm going to scalp that and then sell it for $1,200. Well, that's, I saw an article uh, today that one of these companies that is just like professionally like scalping them, yeah. like they were real mad about how people were perceiving them. Like they're like, this isn't fair. I'm like, 
This is 100% fair. Like, you're literally scalping. Like, and these are companies that are they're posting tweets saying it just gets easier and easier as they just load up on all these next-gen consoles. Yeah. And it's like, and now you're mad because of how you're being perceived? Oh, my oh. God. Kindly piss off. Yeah, seriously, kindly. <laughs> no, but, yeah. I, I, I don't know when they're actually going to be back in stock either. I mean, it sounds like, from what I've heard, it's going to be another year-long thing. Obviously, as the year goes on, they're going to be more and more available. But even looking at this year, after that, like uh, they had like a post Christmas, like December 27th, a couple places uh, had them in stock. And then the next time I had it, I saw it in stock was like the 18th. And that's when I was able to get it. That's Other insane. than that, haven't seen, haven't seen Xbox at all. Haven't seen any more PlayStations in stock. Uh, I mean, I still follow those accounts just out of curiosity. Yeah. And they're just never in stock i followed that one that you sent me the wario something i think it was wario wario 65 yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't i'm not sure i think i don't know if he's a journalist or a streamer or what but he always had updates and there, there was plenty of them a lot of people made killings off of them because mm -hmm. they would um spend all their time just figuring out when this stuff was going live and then um when people would get it they'd be like hey you know uh send me a screenshot showing you got it but they would always include like hey if you feel like tipping me that would be awesome for supporting all the time i'm putting into this yeah you know here's a link to my paypal and they would just clean house yeah and rightfully so you're putting in a lot of work you're helping people get these consoles by all means clean house yeah yeah that's fine if you're if you're providing a service and you're doing something mm -hmm. altruistic pay them I yeah i mean they're build they're building up followers of like four hundred thousand. i heard a couple of them talking they're like like, oh man, you know, I got a new career that I got an account with four hundred thousand followers. I'm like, like, unfortunately, dude, they're just following you because until they get until they get the console. It's you know, from yeah. they're not actually following you for you. They're following you for your work. But you know, I, I, I wish them the best. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's awesome that they taken the time to do that to help people get these consoles. Uh, for people who are curious, I think you just search like PS Five alerts. Yeah or something like that, and uh, it'll come up. But yeah, I, I don't expect these to be back in stock. I mean, I hope so. There's there's a lot of people that, that would, I mean, I would love for everybody to have one just because, especially people especially. that can't afford a PC or don't really feel like messing with it. Like, it is, I've played on some really high-end gaming PCs in my life, and it is, it's up there. With, how do you compare, like, PC gaming to console gaming? Like, if, if you had the opportunity, like, say, endless budget for Micah, mm -hmm. do you go the PC route, or are you sticking with a console? Well, I, per, I personally, I'm... Kind of sticking with console. I I really love what the PC can do. The freedom that you have on a PC to do so many more things mm -hmm. than you can do on a console. But it's also it, it really comes back around to the same way that I like Apple phones over every other kind of phone. Everything is there. It's easy. It's accessible. I don't have to learn a lot. I can just do what I'm trying to do, and I don't need to YouTube, oh, how do I do this? But with PCs, like especially with gaming, it's not just as simple as holding the power button, you know, clicking on that game you downloaded, and going straight to playing. I mean, it is, but it's in different places. Something can go wrong with your computer, and then you have to YouTube something on how to fix it. You try to run the graphics too high. You fuck up something on the inside. There's just like endless ways that a computer could have issues that you would have to have the knowledge to fix. And granted, most of the issues on a computer are very fixable. They're, they're not that big of a deal. Not for people like me. Right. But it's like, <laughs> it's like the learning curve. It's just the learning curve. You just have to go through that curve to learn. Like that's, that's, that, that's why I don't play some games like elite dangerous. I love elite dangerous. It's a great space game. It's one of my favorite space games, but the learning curve to it. And the fact that you have to, 
go through that learning curve every time you want to play it is the reason why I stopped. What is the, what's the plot of Elite Dangerous? It there really isn't a plot. You are a ship commander and you start off with this shitty little ship called a Sidewinder and you can run around carry, you know, open world. Oh, it's it's a one really? to, it's a one to one scale replica of our entire universe. Okay, hang on. Yeah. No, it's crazy. How? You can you how? can you can fly, you can fly all the way to Alpha Centauri. And uh, it's like accurately labeled? Everything like, is labeled. You straight down to How do they do this? This is amazing. Well, the game has been out since 1985. They've been working on this game for since 1985, 30 some odd years. Okay, I know nothing about Elite Dangerous. Uh, so, since 19 so they've been I'm assuming that this has come with graphic upgrades oh, and everything God, along the way. Significant graphic upgrades. Obviously, since 1985. I mean, yeah, that that might not be the exact date, but it was the 80s. Around, oh, uh, that's still that's impressive to keep something going that long. Yeah. I mean, Holy they've, shit. they've had a really small, dedicated player base. the The name of the company is Frontier something Frontier Development. I think mm-hmm. they're out of like Norway or some some like European country. I don't remember what it was called. Um, but they've been working on this thing for a hot second. And the way it works is each, um, each star system is its own thing. So it's, it's a scale replica of our, of our entire universe. But when you fly to a star system, it's its own system. Like you can't just fly from one system to another system. You have to actually use call it something called an FSD, but essentially you have to like time or warp from one star to the next star. So no man's sky ish. Kind of. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but instead of no man's sky style of everything just being super clustered around the sun, it's, it's you're not kidding. So it's actually it's, accurate. Like the, you don't realistic. have like five planets within like an eight second radius. Of right. Each other. It's very realistic. If they're, you know, if you wanted to go to Pluto in our system, when you come into the solar system, you're going to have to fly for literal 30 in-game minutes, 30 real-life minutes flying in one direction to they, get to something. They don't have, like, a booster or something? No, that that's can... with the booster. Wow. Yeah, that's full speed ahead. So can you land on the planets? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, you can go into their atmospheres and everything. Uh, they they just added atmospheres, like, two years ago. They added, they added the ability to land on planets in 2016. And they've just been adding little things, little things, little things. They added uh, fucking aliens. Um, no cause, shit. Because it's been, it's our entire solar system has no other life in it. Or our, not our solar system, our uh, galaxy. Is that right? It's universe, galaxy. Yeah, universe, yeah. galaxy, solar system. Our galaxy didn't have any other life in it. Like it was completely bare, completely empty, all the way out to Alpha Centauri, all the way out to uh, there's something called uh, Hubbit Orbital or something Hubbit or- Orbital, but there that was actually a place that I was gonna try to go. That was one of my missions in the game. It was a place called Colonia, which is a real life, real world place that we believe there are planets that could habit humans there. Like the scientists right. believe that habitable zone, kind of. You have to fly every day. Like every time you log into that game, you have to fly in one direction. For at least two weeks to get there, like the game just it is. See, I like that though. Sucking,ly realistic. That, but then there's also pirating and combat and you know trading. So, are you like an actual like human figure type situation? You're a human figure sitting in the cockpit of your your spaceship. 
and you can, you know, buy, you can upgrade parts on your spaceship. You can buy new spaceships. You can buy bigger spaceships. You can buy faster spaceships. You can buy, there's like, I think there's like 45 different types of spaceships. You can build spaceships that are specializing in cargo transport. You can buy uh, cruise liners because there's like little missions that you can do where you literally take people sightseeing. You just fly them to like different solar systems and show them things and then they pay you. Like you can, you can, <laughs> there's like slave trading and shit in the game. Ooh. Because it's like, it's supposed to be if humans, like, five, ten thousand 10,000 years in the future, we figure out how to jump between systems, and then we colonize our entire galaxy. So every time, every single solar... Wow. So, the, so that's kind of the mission behind it, then, is the mission, colonization. The mission is ex exploration and colonization. So you literally, as you're flying, you will actually jump into systems that no player has ever been to before. And you can actually name those systems because they're, like, untouched. Because there's just so many. There's just, it's literally... Unlim well, unlimited. There's obviously, there's billions of stars in our galaxy Billions alone. of star systems in our galaxy. That's unreal. Yeah. See, the issue that, what scares me with that is the same, the last game that I got into, I, I got every, like, once a year, yeah. I go through that six weeks period, six week period where same. I do nothing but play No Man's Sky. Same. Yeah. It's, that started this past year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I I, I went through my six, six week thing back in... Yeah. Um, late December. I'm, I'm out of it now because like what I, I, I like no man's sky, but <coughs> excuse me. What I do like about it or what, no, what I don't like about it. Sorry. Is the fact that once you have like the upgraded ship and everything, like once you have everything you need, yeah, there's nowhere else to go. It's just kind of like it's in the you, game and start over on a harder, harder difficulty. Yeah. That's, that's literally it. It's, it's just, mine enough that you need to get like the uh the warp fuel and stuff like that and then like that that's it i like, mean it comes down to the game being kind of like minecraft you the the point of that game in my mind is beat the story come back and then find your paradise planet and then right. build a really cool base on it and then collect things that you like from the game like cool ships because there's a whole community on uh, Reddit called No Man's Sky Coordinates. And you can go there and you can find ships, animals, anything that you think is cool, and you can type in those coordinates through a part of the game, transport yourself to that system, go get that ship, and then fly it back to your system. So there's like there's like a lot you can do. And and yeah. once you unlock the, the Traveler, not the Traveler, oh my God, that's Destiny. Whatever the big <laughs> orb space station thing is that's Alice. not the Traveler. Atlas? Atlas, yep. yeah. Uh, no, the Alice was the bad guy. And No Man's Sky? Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've messed with the Atlas, but I, I, like, the only thing that I really want to do, I was just like, I just want to get to the, to the center of yeah. the, the galaxy or the universe, whatever it is. But it's just, eventually you just, like, Man, the story just get in, there. The like, story in that ship is so fucked up, though, and I love it. What do you mean? Just the existential dread that comes with, like, paying attention to the story in that game is, it's, it's it's insane. Do you know, like, have you played the story? Do you know, like, what happens and what's going the on? The only one that I've really done, um, I've, I've followed a couple of the story storylines, but I never finished them. The only one that I got close to finishing was just going to the center. Okay. I, I usually well, get bored and drop out by well, that point. Well, huge spoiler alerts here. The game's been out for, like, six years or seven years or it's, eight years. 2000, or, 2016. Yeah, go, yeah. go for it. Okay. If, if you don't want to be spoiled, turn it off. <laughs> yeah, turn it off at this point. Um, essentially, you find out that the whole universe that you're in is fake. No shit. Yep. The, everything you're doing is uh, essentially a figment of your imagination. 
What? Okay. There wait, is. Wait, wait, wait. You're inside of a machine that is. You're inside of a sentient machine that is like creating everything you see. Everything. That's why it's procedurally generated because it's literally the story is based around the fact that a computer is running everything. <laughs> Oh, I would not have predicted that. That is a little bit of an oversimplification, but it's kind of funny because a computer is running the game and the story is about how the computer is running the game. So the plot of the game is literally... The game. The mechanics of of the the game. game. Holy shit, that's somewhat brilliant and pisses me off at the same time. You you get to the the end of the story and you have to choose to sacrifice your friends. You have to choose to like... Sacrifice? Wait, wait, you get friends in this game? Yes, you actually meet like other travelers there, there was one i know okay because the, the part i and i didn't go down the storyline is somebody you you come into contact with somebody who's in another star and they don't know where they are and you yeah. got to try and track that them. that was so is that a that friend was, that was the very beginning of that relationship with that person you actually end up being friends with that person oh nice and then you find out that you are just in a separate like reality than they are you're all so you never find them. you're like one consciousness inside of a machine exploring a vast endless universe literally to teach the machine how to do it better and the the little uh, robot things that fly around the sentinels yeah those are all part of the machine they're they're meant to to kill life they're meant to be the the evil balance so like they had to create an artificial evil so the machine created machines to be it's like the evil versus good in that. So which story <laughs> which storyline is it that you find this out? Uh it's it's the main storyline. So get to the center. Well yeah, well there's there's it kind of branches out and it gives you a choice yeah, of whether you can like go find your friend or yeah, go yeah. find something else or go to the center of the universe. And if you you can literally start the game and go straight to the center of the universe and then that's it. Or you can do it where you go and learn and have to make the choices the long way. And so like, what happens when you get to the center of the universe? I actually never got there. Because yeah, because it takes freaking forever. Once you get to the center of the universe, it resets your progress back because it's a machine. It doesn't want you to, because the, the center of the universe is the machine. So you get to the machine, the machine's like, all right, bye. And starts you over, essentially. So this is like simulation theory kind of mm-hmm. type stuff. Like we're, li- like we're living in a simulation. But it's a crazy, like, infinitely powerful computer because that's that's How is that's this not more popular. I, I figured, like, especially among like the conspiracy theorists, it's like, a really good story. But it's it takes a long it time does. to get there, it's, and you, you kind of have to like put the puzzle pieces together super slowly, and you have to like take the time. A lot of the it's a lot of repeat, same motion type situation to yep. get to the outcome. Okay, fly to another planet, talk to another thing, find another thing, <sighs> get the equipment you need to power that thing. Climb to the top of this thing, communicate with the thing, leave, wait a little bit, fly to another system, come back, do it again. And it's just like, you just got to do this over and over and over and over and over again. And the, the story just progresses little by little by little. And sometimes you think you're going to get the same response. And then it's like, oh, it's different now. That's so, kind of cool. I do like that. So it, it unfolds. Wow. it unfolds based on what kind of work you put into it. And it's like... It's really fun. Like, it's really cool. If you don't worry about a base and you just... But that's the thing is part they of the force story you to make is a base. making the base. They literally force you at the start, and I hated that because I didn't want to well, have a base. Have, I didn't want to have to You have to get to the point technologically where you exactly. can actually go that far and do these things. 
And especially when you start having to fight Sentinels, not having that little grenade launcher thing is a pain in the ass because that thing, like, kills all of the Sentinels. Yeah. See, back when the game originally released in 2016, that you didn't have to do. There were no there was no base building mm-hmm. when the game first it came was out. Like, it, it was, was just it was like literally just explore. get to the center of the yeah. galaxy. Also, like, the fact it. that they made it so much easier to play with your friends made that game a lot more fun. Too. It did. Yeah. yeah that, that, that is an example of a botched launch that completely turned itself around yeah. and more than made up and more than made up for it. Anthem, Bioware, looking at you. Yeah, this you Anthem can, 2.0 is crap. Can, it's not, gonna, they may cancel it. You can do this. They may cancel it. it Did was, you pay Anthem? God no. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Yeah, they, they're, they're talking like I was. Anthem I was 2.0 going like, to, but I was like, Bioware is such a shit show right now, man. <laughs> and really I, I hate that because they they've got. I'm sure they have incredibly talented developers. How do you feel they, about the leadership? The, how do you feel about the the remaster of the Mass Effect games? Is it necessary? I mean, a, a graphical upgrade I mean, would be great. It, but, it's 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 gonna be but, cool. But going back in and making everything more politically correct is really fucking annoying. Is that what they're doing? Well, not completely, but they just they just like I think they uh, I don't I didn't look into it completely, but from what I heard, they adjusted some of the camera angles to not focus on Miranda's ass as much, which is fine. They do that in every game, though. Yeah, there, it seems like every video game, like if there is not a close up of a female's ass, yeah, it's like there's no female in the game. Like oh that's God. the only time that they don't do Dude. that. It, it is it's obnoxious. Have it's you, very. Like, have you played Fortnite? Have I? Yeah. No. That is something that I'm really surprised more people don't talk about is every single female character in Fortnite has a dump truck. And it is, the camera <laughs> angle is purposefully so very easy for you to appreciate said dump truck. And it's just like, this game is geared for like, I mean, it's geared for everyone, but it's marketed towards kids. It is marketed towards kids. Um, that's like that's like you'd think there would be more of an issue if that was the issue but then you have companies like bioware doing this without like it's like i didn't even know there was that was an issue i didn't know that that was something people were asking for and there's way more important things in that game to be fixed if they just slap a coat of paint on it and fix some camera angles i'm not paying for that i'll I'll just pay that play that original ones through you know whatever it's called ea play yeah I'd almost <laughs> rather it feel a little bit more retro because it's not like it's. I'm not even saying that the ass shots are a part of the experience. It doesn't matter like I, that. I've never, <laughs> I've never lived in a bad review. Not enough ass shots. Yeah, not enough. <laughs> God damn it, guys! You should, should have focused way more on the cheeks. Yeah. It's like, oh man, we're so like it. Everything feels very two faced right now because you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Kind of situations. Yeah, and I wonder people, how much pressure that they were under to do that. With. They probably weren't even under all that much pressure. If anything, the past few years have proven us that really, really, a really, really small group of crazy loud people can make a lot of change happen. That's true. Even if it's wrong. Even if they're not right. A lot of times you yell at people enough on Twitter and they'll back down. Yeah, not me. People yell at me every day. Yeah. I don't care. Let them do it. Yeah. I don't know. I saw this tweet the other day that was uh, someone talking about how they had a complaint at their company because someone that followed them found a really, really old tweet that they had said. It was something controversial. They'd screenshot it and sent it to that company to try to get that person fired. And they were tweeting because that complaint wound up on their desk because they're the directors of operations. And they're like, oh, you just sent this complaint to me, so I'm going to throw it away. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that going back and trying to get people fired for old tweets. Like, I don't know. Listen, it, it, there are just really toxic, bored people out there that are just hell bent on trying to make other people miserable. Yeah, I guess. I, I listen. First of all, delete your tweets, people. There's a yeah. there's a website called tweetdelete.net, and I'm not trying to say go be racist and then delete it so the no, evidence isn't there. That's no. obviously not what I'm saying. But but you know, people we don't, we don't... change over time. People yeah, grow. That's, people that's... learn. And if you tweeted something ten years ago when you were 17 or even 19 or 20 or 25, people it some people take a really really long time to grow the hell up. And I'm certainly not there. I'm still working on it. But luckily, I learned a long time ago that you shouldn't always be, you know, living with your opinion on your skin. You shouldn't have a really yeah. easy time finding out what your opinion is. Don't let them know what you think. Don't give them the satisfaction mm-hmm. of putting you in a box, you know? That's why I really don't tweet anything but memes. Yeah. Of course, you can get in trouble for memes, too, based on it. I mean, it's like we, we don't like, know what's going to be offensive. You know, a, a meme that I post now about something, there could be an event or something that happens five years from now, yeah. and then that meme becomes offensive, and yeah. then people are going to come attack me for it. Man, my favorite thing in the world right now is all these people trying to impose 21st century morals on people from 100, 150, 200 years ago. Like what? Like, well, man, that's a really broad stroke. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, well, I can't even think of a good example. But, like, our, our morals today, our consciousness of social issues and how much things have changed yeah. in, you know, political thinking. Like, nowadays, the, even the left isn't really that left. It's still pretty damn right, you know? People think that we just put a leftist or democratic president in office but if you look at his track record he's really more authoritarian right than left yeah so he, like, he's he's pretty close he's pretty close to the center pretty borderline yeah harris harris is well here if you go back and look at her track record she's she, pretty borderline too yeah she's so it's like people that's the thing though is people change people grow and we yeah. need to remember that that's true and we I as agree. we as a country and as a world are growing especially even in the gaming industry and if if taken back around to the ass shots if taking that out is going to make a difference i'm all for it take it out take, take the ass out. i don't i don't give a shit make it make there you know just a black spot where there should have been an ass i don't care the uh, weirdest thing is when you get things that aren't human and they have like a really nice ass in the I video know, game the sexualization and you're, of, and you're, you're, you're just kind of looking at it you're like i feel wrong but oh, right there was like there was many reasons why i enjoyed those games when i was you know in 2012, 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Fallout does a lot of that. Yeah. But see, Fallout does the, the, the male and female ass in Fallout. I can't believe we're having this. <laughs> the male and female ass in Fallout. It's essentially the same. Just I about. It is. And even like, e- even in Mass Effect, they still tried to make the, the like male figures because they had a sexual component to the game. There was like a point. Are they to, hooking up in the game? Yeah, you could you could choose to have like sexual, you know, interactions with your crewmates. You could build a relationship with them, get to know them, you know, go on like trips with them, take them with you. They learn with you, and you build your relationship, and then you finally get to the point where you can be intimate if you want to. Mm-hmm. And that's just a part of the game. And I'm assuming they did the like, you know, the ass shots on the males and females. They did the the parts of the story where he's got his shirt off, Commander Shepard's got his shirt off, or you Naturally. know, Miranda's and you know, her that white outfit that she's always wearing. That's like, I mean, it's great, but you know why they put it on her? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there was that was 
that was the point of that part in the game. And if y'all like, if if people don't want there to be sex in games, then that's fine. It's sex is such a part of culture now. It's a and massive is, driving force in everything. Literally everything. Yes, everything. And it's obnoxious. I've, I've been in sales class where they talk about how to use like for anything how to use sex to sell yeah and it's like uh but it works it's like that because that's what's on that's, people's that's minds. humans it's, yeah so I, not, like, I'm the, not all humans but a pretty freaking huge majority <laughs> it, it makes you wonder how far it's gonna go like with vr and stuff like oh, that it's, like it's gonna go like scary. it's already there like they've it's, already got vr uh pornography it's, I'm sure it's scary mode yeah yeah it's just no, they, for the oculus they have like specific websites that are making porn <laughs> you just know what's that. funny because you because uh, i think starting like back in last october you have to connect your oculus to facebook oh do you can you imagine oh my god yeah like that's just waiting for something bad to happen like yeah. you accidentally start live streaming on facebook like you with like a, like a, a vr orgy with these monsters from video games that have nice asses like <laughs> grandma's on there watching like oh what's timmy doing today you know that we, we are in the day and age where we think we care about privacy but we don't we don't care about private I, I love this is my favorite thing about uh because I, I work in social media so everyone people are like they're all stealing your data mm -hmm. it's like you literally you give it up for free every day. You literally day. give it up for free you, every single you day. You agree to these. You don't read these these agreements that you're it's agreeing to. It's all in there. It's literally all, all in legally there. in there. They're not doing anything crazy. They're doing exactly what they said they were going to do. Quite literally, exactly yeah. what they said they were going to do. They're, and if the, they're not it, always doing the right thing. It, the thing is people are terrified of what that information is being used for. I feel like most of the time, most of these companies that are collecting this information are just collecting this information to figure out how to sell you shit. How better. to target you? Yeah, it's, it's all it's all about targeting. That's that's literally it. And like with the data that Facebook and uh, I don't know about Twitter necessarily. Instagram's algorithm is scary, dude. Inst Instagram, Facebook, they're, all their algorithms are scary, but they're all designed like when when they get their data, like it's not coming. Like they're not getting like handed like a sheet. They're like, okay, here's here's Micah Everett's profile. How can we target him? No, it's like all grouped in, like yeah. like age group, you know. This is, it's all based is, on demographics. This is like they all being run by AI and big computer mm -hmm. brains anyway. Like this isn't like some dude named Farage sitting in a, you know, hut somewhere peeling through your information, taking your credit card number. Like this is huge multi-billion dollar companies that are paying out the ass to do this and do this in such a way where they don't get screwed over. Yeah. Because they, they know that there's like that most people like any any asshole running one of these companies knows how a regular human being would feel about these things happening. 100%. You know, they, they don't care. That's the thing. And they know at the end of the day, even if we do care, it's not going to change that much. You know, like what are the, the scary thing is, uh, and, and th this is, this is where I think this is where it crossed the line for me personally. Like, I don't care if you, if you want my birthday or whatever, like I don't yeah. give a shit, whatever, whatever Facebook, take my birthday. I don't care. But where like, it gets creepy, like tilt your head down. Let me, look, let me see the logo on your hat. If you may, if you took a picture right now and made that your profile picture, yeah. you would start getting ads for Adidas. Yeah, because I it, because it because it recognizes. Yeah, yeah, it literally recognizes uh, the logos, logos and stuff like yeah. that, and will start feeding you. Yeah. Same thing with Nike and all that stuff. And it's, it's it, there's scary not pe to me there's not people doing it. It's not people literally just talking in front of your phone. That 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 is where 
that's what actually where I was going. That's where it crosses the line that's, because I've, I've tested it. I tested no, it with a buddy literally is. back uh, when was it? in October. What were we talking about? Um, I, I don't remember what we were talking about, but it was something that we both you, never searched we for. It was, we talked was about it, this. Was it us? Yeah, we it? talked about it. We didn't do it, but you told me about okay, it. We yeah, talked about that on the I, I, I forget what it was. It was something that was completely out of the ordinary that neither one of us like ever. It was like baby cribs or something. Like, it was so, like it was, something it was some, bizarre. Yes, yeah. it, was, it was something baby related because I don't have any kids. Yeah. So I was, and sure enough, just talking about it ads started popping up yeah. and I'd never searched for anything baby related in my life yeah. besides how to make one when I was 24 and confused, <laughs> but yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it and th this is only 2021, like the stuff that they're working on that we haven't even thought of yet. Oh, they're, they're so beyond us right the, now. Like as, as long as you're on the internet, like you might as well just understand and realize that all your information is already out there. All yeah. your credit card information, everything is already on the black web, yeah. the dark web. They're just, you're just waiting on people to go and say, Hmm, you're, okay, I'll check out with that one. If you're That's born, it. if you're born today, your privacy has gone. It's gone. 100% yeah. like gone. The, the fact that we're even like up in arms about our privacy right now is kind of surprising because we gave it away. Yeah. We free with free will well, gave yeah. all of our privacy away, gave our children's privacies away. Like that's just the world we live in and we've got to come to terms with that or try to make a difference. But if you're going to try to change that best of luck, like seriously, it's not happening. And what, what I love is <laughs> I, I think it's absolutely hysterical. These people that won't get to take, take the vaccine, um, because they're like, you go microchip. Like, we're I one mean, step bro. away from microchip as they tweet it on their phone with location enabled. Yeah. It's like, you idiots, come on. Like, all the all the people that went to the Capitol, like, not even thinking about the fact that their phones are literal recordings Dude. of every single thing they do. That, that was like, a horrific thing that happened. Um, Yes, I was. will admit that when I started seeing the headlines that they were able to track the people and they're using their phones, yeah. I gave it. I laughed out loud. Yeah, I laughed out loud because you absolutely had. Are that you coming. surprised? Because like, like how how dumb are you? Yeah, like what what do you? It, it well that just shows you right there the amount of common sense that goes into people that say, "Hey, we're going to invade the Capitol. No one's <laughs> going to catch us as as your cameras on and you're taking <laughs> pictures. Every hundreds of like thousands of cameras everywhere. Yeah. Like like you really weren't going to get caught. Like, come on, really? What did you think was going to happen? Yeah, it's just dumb, man. Yeah, but that's that's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, like I don't even want to talk about it. like that wasn't like that wasn't the past. That was that was such a. I was just in complete shock that day when that is, I was just sitting there watching very, completely speechless. Like, is this actually freaking happening right now? It's a new black spot in American history. It really is. It is. It's. It is a very. It is a very low point. Yeah. For our country. So, um, I mean, I'm. I'm all for our right as as a country and as people to to stand up and say, hey, this is this is enough of something. Yeah. But you have to do it the fucking right way. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you if you go in with the intent of hurting people and causing you know terror, no. Yeah. You're, you're not you're not American at that point. No, you're out on your ass at that point. Um, I want to take it back here because there there actually is something that I really wanted to talk about today. I want to talk about all the GTA Six rumors because there are a ton of them out there. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I'm I'm curious if you could pick any location for GTA to be in. What what would you go with? Man, Old, already been used, or or new? That's the frustrating thing about GTA is they're gonna have to go bigger. But I want all the biomes. I want a place that has ocean, lakes, deserts, mountains, valleys. I want a place that has it all. 
Mm. Um, I think the whole continent of Japan would be fucking cool, but <laughs> that would be GTA oh, Six man. Yakuza. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, see, Japan. I'm surprised that Japan actually hasn't been. Was there one in Japan? Was one of the earlier one? I don't think so. No, there's another. There's one in there, London. There's another game that is very, very similar. Right. It was called True Crime. I think that was mm. kind of like GTA. Got it. Or no, maybe True Crime. There, I don't know. There is another one that's like it though. Yeah. In Japan. Okay. Well, it sounds like and there, there's God. There's so many rumors. By, by the way, I guess the first rumor we should address, mm-hmm. and we actually now kind of have like this actually may happen. It started as a rumor, but there is a chance that the uh, that maybe next month, maybe around that time, that they will announce uh, GTA Three, GTA San Andreas, and GTA Vice Cities are getting remastered. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Which is really that, That'd be that, awesome. that's a big deal for that they they that's were a, actually that's uh, a lot of game to, it is. to remaster it man. is it's i think to, if, if they're doing it it sounds like i don't know if they're just going to announce it or if it's close to being done but from, from what i gathered literally actually yesterday um take two interactive had a uh, investors meeting and somebody asked the question about it and and they just kind of played it off like oh well you know we're glad the interest is so high uh as far as upcoming schedules we just leave that to you know rockstar to announce yeah they never said no like they they purposely did not say yeah that no this no. isn't gonna happen uh yeah, it'd be smart they're gonna make a ton of money i mean yeah i'd buy them. yo 100 I'd, I'd love to play through them again oh my gosh especially san andreas that was san so andreas i really did enjoy liberty city as well yeah, Nico. We need well, that was ball. four. Like they're not gonna. Oh, they wouldn't do four. Uh, three was also. Oh, three was three and four yeah. were in Liberty City. Yeah, three was the one that had the uh, the guy that I can't remember his name, but he could, he didn't talk. He had like, uh, no voice lines. I was yeah. I'm thinking of four. GTA three is what it, that was the first one. That was when they brought it to PlayStation two because it, it used to have that overhead view. Oh yeah, of everything, yeah, the and then down. they brought it. Yeah, and they actually did went into third person on GTA three. Yeah, but that's gonna be cool. But the GTA six rumors that I want to talk about because there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of horseshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two that keep popping up that I see, and they're both very similar. And it's only gonna be a situation where one of them is gonna be true. Yeah. Uh, the most popular one that I've actually been hearing for over two years now is that it is going back to Vice City. Mm-hmm. It is going to be set in the 80s, yeah. and it's also going to be set in the Rockstar version of Rio de Janeiro. Oh. And you are working for a drug lord. Dude. And you have to, you know, do the whole drug runs Dude, from Rio. Rio de, Rio de Janeiro in the 80s, in that, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, that style and that yeah. culture. That would be Like, so drug cool. runs. Like, there was a movie, I, I don't remember what, it was based on a true story where Tom Cruise was, like, a drug runner. Yeah. He'd fly down there, I think, even just for the CIA. Yeah. And then and it's going to be similar to that, well, that but it will have actual ha- thing that happened. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Um, <laughs> male and female protagonist oh, in this game. Cool. Another switch up like they did with five. Yeah. So it'll just be like two different perspectives. Yep. Cool. Yep. And the, uh, the second one, it's kind of along those lines. Um, no female protagonist set in the seventies in vice city. And you also work for a drug lord. Hmm. I mean, I would really, I the first one sounds more likely, especially today. I, the, yeah, the one that about the seventies actually just started coming out recently, but, but the one about Rio de Janeiro, that one just kept popping up over the years. Uh, Mm. you know, they, they've had maps leak and everything. Those are probably horseshit. Any, any board person with a decent amount of computer knowledge. I I would say the one thing that's for certain is we're going back to Vice City. that would, I mean, either point. either way, we're going back to Vice City. <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped up for that. Um, it's not happening for a while, though. I, I'm the, not expecting really anything. I don't have my hopes up for anything super high. And something I learned in 2020 is how to... 
do a little bit of um, expectation management. You know what? Speaking of expectations, and I don't even know if you can talk about it. Um, totally, it's not even gaming related. What you're doing at your store mm-hmm. is just fucking phenomenal, man. Yeah. Uh, for pe- we're in Tennessee, obviously, and Tennessee, as far as um, substances, even alcohol included, we're still in 1950 here, essentially. Essentially. I mean, since CBD and came along, CBD kind of opened the doors. C- CBD opened the door, yeah. and you just, you fucking threw those doors open recently. Yeah, I mean, like, Delta so 8 I, tore the hinges off. Yeah, Delta, <laughs> you've actually, you're in Tennessee, and you're one of the only stores in Tennessee that has a dab bar. Yes, sir. How do you get away with it? Uh, well, it's one, it's completely legal. That's um, a, that just blows my mind. How did Tennessee overlook this? It's not even really an overlook as much as a general breakdown of what people even want to do in legislation when it comes to, you know, marijuana and CBD. Yeah. Because the farm bill kind of softened everything up. And the fact that there is just so much proof that there is an endless amount of medicinal benefits to CBD, all the different strains of the marijuana plant, all the different cannabidiols of the marijuana plant, or cannab- I always mess that word up, it's cannabidol or something like that. Cannabidol? Um, yeah. Um, but Delta-8, the reason it's legal is because hemp is legal. CBD and okay. hemp. So so this Delta-8, Delta I mean, I've had it before, yeah. and it... This this is not your CBD. This no. is this is full on cannabis yeah. with it's, without it, the without the negative side. It effects. is tetrahydrocannabinol, but it is just the delta eight set of molecules instead of the delta nine set of molecules. It's literally a molecule different. It is processed out of industrial hemp. It has to be there. You can't grow like delta eight flower. It can only be in a concentrate form but you can add it back to CBD, which doubles its effectiveness because CBD is effective and any of the cannabinoids actually work together to make different effects. So CBD plus Delta-8 is a different effect than CBD by itself or Delta-8 by itself. CBG, which is another cannabinoid, does the same thing. Every single thing you add it to either alters the effects, makes the effects stronger, dampens some of the effects. Like The fact that we're in the Wild West right now Everybody is trying to figure out everything about this plant. Everybody's trying to figure out if, you know, the leadership above us is going to allow this to continue. Um, we have until October, from what I understand, before they reconvene and decide for sure in Tennessee what Delta-8 is going to be. Um, I really think Tennessee as a whole is kind of waiting to see what f- they do federally. Because with this new administration, pretty much everybody across the board is expecting a, at least a significant change in the way it's classified. Maybe not a full legalization, but at least a change. The, I, I know one of the things they're aiming for is banking. Yeah. Which well, you, you have to. You that's, have that's, to get banking That's done. the first thing that, that you have to do. Because the fact that no banks will mess with the, the industry right now, it's definitely it hurting. Yeah. It's definitely hurting. Yeah, so what about you guys? Because you guys aren't actually selling Canada. You're not selling anything illegal. So no. you're you're still good with the bank. Like they're not asking questions. No, or? they don't. We're we're a retail store, so that's amazing. So they they don't want to mess with the production, the production, the production and distribution. Banks don't really care quite as much, from what I understand about retail spaces. So it's it's just amazing that like literally the last time that we did a show. Mm-hmm. You were you were just telling me about it. You're like you're like yeah, that 
we there's no regulations for opening a dad bar yep. in Tennessee. And then you're like, uh, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to open a dad bar. And literally here we are. And a couple of weeks ago, yeah. like that, that, that fast it, of a turnout, it, it's just mind blowing, man. It's been open for a month. It's been open for a month. Business is phenomenal. I'm only, I'm only running it from two o'clock to 10 o'clock Thursday through Saturday right now. And it is packed. It's, I wouldn't say packed because we don't advertise. This is the most advertising I've done for our business. Advertise, man. Do you guys have, do you guys have an online store? I'm there every week. I love you guys. I don't have an online store. Literally all I have is an Instagram account. That's it. Oh, nice. I don't have any kind of advertising. It is Smokeville Smoke Shop. There you go. That's it. Smokeville Smoke Shop in Hendersonville, Tennessee. That's it. (sighs) But, um, yeah, definitely it, check us out. We, uh, we are not exactly prepared for high volume cause we're still kind of ironing everything out. Um, there's some other, I'll give a shout out to holistic connection in downtown mm-hmm. Nashville. They're our inspiration. They kind of several stores, don't they? They've got like nine. Yeah. They pioneered the, this for t- the South. Like, I don't think there's anything else like us really anywhere. Um, we are the, the second dad bar in Tennessee. From what I understand, so we're we're very it's happy. Just about unreal. It. We we hope it picks up and takes off and does really well. We've got the lounge built now, so people can come Listen. hang out. Um, we're trying to be incredibly safe about it, especially right now yeah. during COVID. Uh, we have a four step cleaning and de- and sanitation process for our our pieces and our bar. Um, and shout out to Seth Rogan because he made or he partnered with a company called Student Glass and made a tabletop gravity water pipe. The two That's pretty. Yeah, I've seen that. It. That's so cool. I've got one now. It's, really? It's a part of the bar. It's a little bit more expensive to use. Yeah, but, you, but it is who's saying no to that? so much fun. Like just sitting there and flipping it and watching the water run down and the fact that it just, it gets so milky in there. And I don't know why that's satisfying to look at, but just all the smoke just packed in there. It's awesome. That's so cool, man. So... Come by, hang out. Seriously, seriously, you need to come by one. I know, I need to. I need to. I, I am completely sober. We've got for right now. It's not got, a permanent thing. We got drinks. Now. We got snacks. We got. You well, know. you sold me at snacks, sir. <laughs> I am freaking there. I've seen it. All right, man. Well, that's it. Yeah, this has been fun. Uh, we, we get. Let's. I would actually be. We call it. Um, try it on the show sometime. Huh? The try the. Uh, Delta eight. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah is one hundred? It's one hundred percent legal. It is one. I think as long as we're legal. as long as we're not on Twitch or something like that. I don't yeah. care. We can do it. Cool. All right. Awesome, it. man. All right. Until next week. Bye bye.